Hey, everybody. Just a heads up, Unpopular Opinion is a full-on podcast network now, in case you didn't know that. We have something like 15 different shows right now. I've honestly lost count. We release 10 or more episodes every single week. If you like this show, there's a good chance you'll like most of the other shows. And here's the thing. You don't even have to listen to all of them because it's such a great deal. For just $5 a month, you get every episode of every podcast we release completely ad-free, even if you only listen to half of them. It's probably the best deal in entertainment history. I think we can all agree on that. Go subscribe right now. Patreon.com slash unpops. Thanks. We love you. Enjoy the show. Hello. Welcome to ListCast, where the best things in the world come to be judged. On this episode, the best rock albums of the 90s, part two, with special guests, Keith Carey and Connor McSpadden. Hey, everyone. Welcome to ListCast. Hey. How's everybody doing? We're doing good, man. I'm good, man. I'm excited to talk uh, 90s rock. Yeah. Should be good times. We did this last week. I think we're going to do it all month. But the way we were just talking about it, maybe not. No, I, yeah. I love the idea that like by the end of the month, people are pulling in some real dog shit, just trying to pad out the list. I got some yeah. weird polls myself, and I don't know if Bill Clinton's saxophone solo on Arsenio counts as an album, <laughs> but on my list, it fucking does. Okay, blistering. I agree. <laughs> I dated a, a Mexican a, a gal, and she's a musician. Her whole family's musicians, and uh, she her dad was like, uh, "Yeah, something about white people and saxophones, man. They just get it. That's their <laughs> instrument." <laughs> I've never uh, stopped we, enjoying that. We gentrified the saxophone. It, yeah, you're just like white dudes and saxophones, man. They crush it. I mean, just look, look, look at it through history. Uh, this is also the man uh, who used to get drunk and watch the animated Star Wars uh, TV show. So uh, if you've never seen the Star Wars, the Clone Wars, with the drunk Mexican man going, "Oh man, it's Cad Bane, dude. Mace <laughs> Windu, fucker." You're not gonna have a better. You will not have a better time than that. I promise you. Oh. So uh, we are talking about the best rock albums of the 90s. My guest, I guess I should introduce the guest, Connor McSpadden. Hey, hey. Keith Carey. What it do? From the Mean Boys podcast. That's us. Well, Adam that said that was such a... Grudgingly. From the fucking rinky-dink radio buffoonery. I do not fucking <laughs> plug other podcasts on this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're talking about best rock albums of the 90s. The way it works, in case anyone has uh, never watched the show... We each brought five picks for the best rock album of the 90s. We'll go through those picks one at a time. After we get all our picks in, that'll leave us with a list of 15. And then we go through and take turns cutting two from the list, also one at a time. It's going to be savage. Yeah. And that will take us down to a list of nine. And then someone in the audience gets to save one of the picks. What words should we have them post in the comments, the first person? What word? Yeah, uh, just come up with a word. Mean. Mean. Yeah. First person to post the word mean in the comments gets to do our save. Which in tonight. no per- way pertains to a competing podcast venture. <laughs> it was just a random adjective yep. we threw out there. It's just a word. <laughs> At Unpops, they treat other podcasts the way Comedy Central treats Netflix. Like, we don't like to talk about it. <laughs> Brittany, the way other websites treat Unpops. <laughs> Brittany Freudiger and Matthew Duff. Brittany Freudiger got in first, okay. so she gets to do our save. Matthew Duff, if Brittany somehow disappears gets to do it 
All right. So uh, should we just get right into it? I think we should. I'm um, raised, dude. I'll, I'll blow through my list. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of ones that would have taken my. Uh, well, we go one, we go one at a time. Right? We go one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so you do your first one first. All right. This one. This one I'm excited about. This one I uh, I firmly stand behind. Uh, I'm going the Rage Against the Machine self titled. The debut. Nice. Cover to cover, just fucking... That, is that, wait, that's not the one with uh, Killing of the Name of on it. Is it, it is indeed, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, then that's solid. Bomb track, you got all the uh, Fistful of Steel is an underrated song in that album. Freedom at the end, so heavy. I'm not even like a big metal guy or a big rap metal guy yeah. even less, but it's just fucking dynamite music. They were like the only band that successfully pulled off that rap metal bullshit. Oh, yeah. I feel like every that the whole wave of nonsense that came after owed a lot to Rage, but nobody else did it well. It's yeah, it's one of these things where it's like the, they were innovators and then they completely ruined the thing they made for everyone because <laughs> no one could do it as good as yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. And if you haven't already, treat yourself to their uh, their cover of "Fuck the Police," uh, which they've done oh, live. Real it's fucking really, good. really dope. Yeah. And back when yeah, when Tom Morello was just a complete you know mad scientist with a with the pedal board. Yeah, it's just, just a weird lunatic with all these like fucking frayed wires making nonsense. Yeah, a, a ton of fun. I know this Night Watchman socially conscious folk stuff, Tom. Oh, right. yeah, we could, we can knock that off right now. No, yeah. I actually dig that stuff, but anyway. Have either of you seen Tom Morello live? Like, no, I Rage. I saw him with Audio Slave. Yeah. I was supposed and, to see uh, Audio Slave next week, but the show got canceled. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what happened. <laughs> Wait, I don't get Wait. it. What? Oh, uh, Chris Cornell died. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, Chris Cornell was, yeah, he was lead singer of Audio Slave. Oh, well, I'm super qualified to be talking about all of this, aren't I? He's <laughs> 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 running for a 90s rock podcast, doesn't know who Chris Cornell is. <laughs> I lived through seven years of the 90s, Kurt gang. Kurt what now? <laughs> <laughs> Nirvana, is that, is that a brand of tea? <laughs> oh, that's a good pick, uh, though, that I, I don't fuck with Rage Against the Machine, but... I know a lot of people. You do. look like you do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It seems like I would listen to Ooh, lots well, of rage this, well, this is a great way to be mad at the government from my couch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I'll throw that out there. I stand by that one. I think that I think that one's making the cut. I don't think you can argue against that one. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a yeah, solid choice. Keith, uh, what's your first pick? I'll go next. My first pick uh, is "So Much for the Afterglow" by Everclear. Nice. It's just a. Here's the thing. I think Everclear is a shockingly underrated. Well, let me rephrase that. Not an underrated band. They're not a very good band. But that is a shockingly underrated album. It's a perfect chunk of fucking uh, power pop. I think the problem is that Everclear very quickly became a VH1 band. Yeah. And like you know, like it, it was in the '90s. It was very much you were a VH1 band or an MTV band. And I feel like all the bands that were like VH1 bands became Bummer County Fair bands, like Sugar Ray <laughs> and Smash yeah. Mouth. Like these are the Bummer County Fair is going to be a great Mean Boys Unpops <laughs> crossover event. <laughs> We've got corn dogs dipped in tears. Yeah, but that Everclear album has so many. Uh, Father of Mine is great. Uh, yeah. Buy You a New Life is great. Everything to Everyone. Pretty much top to bottom, except for like the weird like sound effects and like 50s noise sampling in the middle. Yeah. Uh, is pretty fucking great. So I stand by that one. Yeah, that's uh, a good pick. Yeah. I think Sparkle and Fade is a better album really? but i agree with you that everclear is a super duper underrated band i actually just saw them in la a couple weeks oh, ago they're still playing yeah 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 oh, well, a lot yeah, of these they're fans, still putting out albums they're great oh, shit kind of yeah. when you get a pop for something like you're saying vh1 or mtv bands you kind it kind of poisons the well and people being able to accept them as cool i'm a big smash mouth apologist yeah, I, I kind of fall into the same camp. A Smash Mouth album almost made my cut. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're pretty... I, oh, man, all right, I'm, I'm changing one of mine, all right? We're getting into it. 
I just realized I haven't been recording this whole time, but the video is recording, so that's fine. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. We still have audio. That would have been a fucking nightmare. But yeah, I like that pick. I picked uh, Sparkling Fade last week and it got cut Ah, because motherfuckers don't recognize. But (laughs) it's fine. Yeah, actually. I think that's too urban of a way to talk about Everclear. (laughs) (laughs) Everclear is also Connor's skin tone. When I saw Everclear uh, in L.A., they were playing the So Much for the Afterglow album in its entirety. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Good night for you. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, Yeah, that's a good pick. My first pick, this is going to get cut immediately, but (laughs) I fucking stand by it. Bob Dylan, Time Out of Mind. He had, at, at this point in his career, he had... Hadn't put out an album in, I think, seven years. Hadn't put out an album anyone gave a shit about in 20, 25 years, probably. Right. And just all of a sudden, out of the blue, comes out with this Time Out of Mind album. Currently in Rolling Stone's Top 500 for Best Albums of All Time. It's one of Bob Dylan's... I, I would argue best albums, which is crazy coming that late in his career. Yeah. It's got a song called To Make You Feel My Love that's been covered by Adele and Garth Brooks, all these fucking people. I think just those two. I don't know why yeah. I said all these fucking people. Well, Adele counts as several people. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. That's true. Hey. My girlfriend got Garth Brooks tickets, and uh, she's like, what are you doing on September 29th? And I'm like, please, for the love of God, something. Yeah, please, for the love of God, something. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm in Sacramento. Thank God. Oh, sorry. The thunder's rolling to a shitty road gig. <laughs> don't even know what that song is. But, uh, yeah, time out of mind. It's one of Bob Dylan's best. It, it, it uh really kind of transformed his career and gave him a whole other career at a point when it seemed like he was done. So fuck you, Bob Dylan. I I always love when someone pulls himself out of footnote status and back into it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's kind of like what I feel like just happened with uh, Jeff Lynn of ELO just put out a really great album. You listen to some of these songs, you're like, these are like fucking with like 70s, you know, like ELO. There's some uh, dynamite shit on that, you know, like the Undertones did that, which was a a pop punk group out of Ireland uh, in 2003, put on an album. You're like, this is fucking as good as that old shit. It's just, you know. Um, I'll uh, digress away from stuff that has nothing to do with the 90s or anything that uh, uh, anyone that's listening to this has ever heard. Uh, my new pick for number two, and this would have gone above Rage Against the Machine, by the way, Astro Lounge by Smash Mouth. You find me a more well-produced, cohesive, and also diverse group of songs by any group. Fushu Ming is great, Gilbert O'Shea. It is, but you know what? Astro, you've got You've got what's uh, this fucking album called? Astro Glide? Astro Lounge. Yeah, you've got Disconnect the Dots. That's oh, a fucking sure. great song. You've got obviously All Star. It goes without saying. The opening track, Who's There, sets off the tone at a blistering pace. <laughs> Every single song is fucking awesome. Roadman, that's a bad song, but it's fun to listen to. I've never seen Connor this excited about anything. I just want to see is great. Digging your scene is great. Stoned is great. That one, it starts off with the plunking, you know, fucking Rhodes B12 organ. <laughs> then the morning comes. Sure. Uh, defeat you. Come on. There's some great covers on here. And of course, can't get enough of you, baby. I mean, <laughs> of course. You listen to that. Of course. You think like about tracks. You simply cannot get enough of them. I like baby. how you Smash that, Mouth is awesome. <laughs> I like how you said there's some great covers and can't get enough of you, baby. Also a cover. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> I, I didn't see. I was scrolling to the track listing, trying to <laughs> Refresh my memory because I can get passionate about each one of these Smash Mouth cuts. Smash Mouth. Yeah. I, I listened to that album uh, in the car with my mom while we drove to elementary Lord. school. All right. And uh, it uh, brings back warm memories of being a dejected uh, five year old in the Inland Empire. Who listens to shitty music? 
With Smash Mouth, if the song isn't good, it's at least fun. Thank you. You're right. Okay. It, it's uh, yeah. Yeah. It, not everything needs to go up into the musical Louvre. Sometimes it could just be a fat guy from San Jose talking about the road. Somebody's starting a hashtag. Hashtag Smash Mouth at Connors. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God. If we could get Smash Mouth to come play at the Mean Boys Friendship Bunker. <laughs> Fuck. I, uh, <laughs> they're accessible. Look, we can make this happen. Thank God. They'd and probably a, do it. Yeah. This is a reference to a podcast no one's heard yet. I have more Twitter followers than the Cal Exit guy, <laughs> and I'm pretty close to the Smash Mouth guy, so I think we can do nice. this. Connor yeah. keeps regular tabs on his Twitter proximity to the members of Smash Mouth. <laughs> and believe me, the numbers are looking good, folks. Oh, oh man. That is an interesting pick. Not a good pick. It's garbage. No, pick, it'll it's a great pick, cut, but, and the people will back me up. Someone's going to save it. Okay. Not by, I'm, I'm not cutting it because if Smash Mouth is at Connors, they're also at Keith's. <laughs> 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 I don't like them that much, but that'd be pretty cool. Uh, well, what the heck? Since we're defending things that are wildly unpopular, uh, my second pick is Sublime Self-Titled Album. <laughs> Oh, yuck. Oh, shut up. Shut up, white guy in a beanie in the <laughs> summer. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I I can already feel the internet hating me. I fucking love Sublime, unironically. I also am from Long Beach, California, so it's our national anthem there. <laughs> I think if you look at that album, number one, every single hit off that album is still a perfect song that holds up. What I Got is perfect. Yeah. Uh, April 26, 1992 is great. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Day Rape's not on that one. Uh, Caress Me Down. That's a Santeria, for fuck's sake. These are all songs that are still around from a band we all claim to hate. But, like, Nickelback songs are all gone. Sublime is still here. There's a longevity that you don't get with a lot of garbage bands. Yeah, go go to any comedy club, and before the show starts, you're going to hear a Sublime song. 100% it's just true. good. It's fun. It's good vibes. Again, it doesn't yeah. have to hang up in the Louvre. It's just a well-constructed song. There's not a better album to put on at a party that will like always suit the vibe. It's like, all right, this is chill. We're drinking. We're smoking. We're having a good time. Yeah. yeah. Not if we're listening to goddamn Sublime or not. What is so what is so upsetting about Sublime to people? I, I don't know. I They're can't figure a... it. Because here's my question. For one thing, I don't like like white boy reggae tinged music. Like I don't. I've always I, I hated think, that. I, I think that they skirt just. You hate the police. On the side. <laughs> That's a very good point. Well, the police are pretty fucking. Yeah, funny is, I yeah, do hate true. the police. <laughs> oh, that's insane. The yeah, police are fucking amazing. It's just I a know. couple of white guys talking about how much they love the police and Sublime. <laughs> By the way, not the band, the organization, all right? <laughs> Blue Lives Matter. No, they don't. I'm just oh, kidding. No, God, oh, God, what are we shit. doing? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. No. Wait, no, don't kill Connor. Don't kill the Connors. Can't get enough of you, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, the water's getting warm. I, I think the thing is, a lot of people don't hate Sublime. They hate Sublime fans. Uh, and that is 100% understandable. If you Look, I love Yu-Gi-Oh. I hate the people that play Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. They are all unlovable pieces of shit that think that they run the world because they have a kind of hot girlfriend. Okay? <laughs> so that is uh, that is my number two pick, and I stand by it, and I uh, get the feeling you're taking a knife to it. <laughs> no! 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 Don't, don't be crazy. No, that's good. I mean, I'm sure it'll do fine. I, I feel like I'm sometimes in the minority when it comes to Sublime. But well, yeah, and it's, it's one of these things, if, you, if you're all about Sublime, you know, you, you, you probably suck. But, I mean, recognize Sublime did something good. Yeah. His kid's in a band now, and they're actually pretty good, too. Sure they are. Yeah. I like Sublime with Rome, even. Come on. I, 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 number one, Rome used to come to shows that me and Connor did in Orange County. <laughs> yes, he no. did. And he was a super cool dude. I remember at one point I was doing a show, uh, and Rome and his girlfriend were in the crowd. I did some offensive joke. His girlfriend was upset. He laughed and then just like shoved her and went, bitch, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I made the second singer of Sublime hit his wife a little bit. <laughs> 
Well, then, yeah, now I guess I get why you like yeah. it. Well, you know what they that say. That album they put out was pretty good. Rome wasn't built in a day, guys. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't point at that camera. You don't, don't yeah, that. you don't deserve that. Yeah. That's crazy. What's the opposite of an air horn? Give him that. Uh, the What, what do you... <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Is that Howard Dean? That is Howard Dean. That's the Howard oh, Dean screen. Fuck yeah, dude. I love Howard Dean. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my second pick, uh, given how adamant I am that she participated in the murder of Kurt Cobain, this is probably a surprising pick, <laughs> but I'm going whole live through this. Well, Kurt wrote uh, it. Because... Yeah, probably the last really great Nirvana album. We know that, we know that women can't create anything of value, so I mean, this oh, was clearly Jesus. done by a man. Well, but here's the thing. I know people oh, say... Oh, because my tone was so sincere. Like, I, I know people like are like, Ooh, women can't do anything. Of course, the man wrote it. Well, it sounds like a fucking Nirvana album, and her second album sounds like a Smashing Pumpkins album. Not yeah. a fucking mistake. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I don't, I don't think uh, you, I, don't, I don't think you should be called a misogynist for having that theory, you right? Know, that uh, I mean, and also like I'm a I'm a comedian. I'm dating another comedian. Like you know, I got some jokes that she's throwing some tags onto, and vice versa. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Just when you have two artistic people together, they're going to influence each other. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of how like, I started hanging out with Keith, and now I'm eating really bad, and I, my yeah. family have yeah, a strange relationship. Yeah, I'm hanging out with Connor, and I'm not funny anymore. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's how it happens. <laughs> oh, you. But yeah, live through this. I think it's a. One of the strongest albums of the 90s. It's incredibly well written. There's not really a weak song on it. Doll yeah. Parts is such a great fucking song. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's it's a one that I put on my list begrudgingly because I do legit think she somehow was involved. In oh, his most definitely. Death. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, OJ was involved in some deaths and he's still a great running back. Yeah. And The Naked Gun is still a great movie. Yeah. It doesn't take anything away from that. So. Yeah. I mean, he also jerked off in front of a prison guard and that's okay in my book. Yeah. yeah. Wait, OJ did? You see that news story? Yeah. No. Might have fucked up his parole. Yeah. They, uh, when he found out he was going to be on parole, he started jerking off in front of his prison guard. Oh, that was a bad move. <laughs> yeah. Maybe because he doesn't want to leave. Maybe he's like, I'll I can't say, go back on the outside. I'll say that's the second worst decision OJ ever made. <laughs> and I realized he committed two felonies. <laughs> but that bitch had a gun. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Airhorn me approving the OJ murders. <laughs> Too late. Oh, man. All right, should we move on to my next pick? Yeah, but I stand by whole. Live through this. <laughs> good fucking album. We got through that whole thing and didn't make one whole butthole joke. I'm really yeah. proud of us, you guys. We're doing good. Man. All right, uh, for my third pick, Smash Mouth Fushi Nugget. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I am going to... Uh, Green Day's Dookie. It's got to uh, be said. That's the, the maybe the best album ever written. Yeah, <laughs> I, like if I wow. if, if none of these I, were taken, that. it's my favorite album. It's not necessarily the best album ever written. If yeah. none of these were taken, uh, this would have still been in my top five. All right, this is an immediate, yeah, that obvious pick. The one I was maddest to not get to use. Yeah, just a well crafted <laughs> from the heart suburban punk rock. You know, fucking pop songs. Yeah, that are I all, mean, you know, for better or worse, essentially broke punk rock into the mainstream. In a second wave, because you put of, on that album, you're not skipping a single song. No, they're all fucking fantastic. Yeah, and I yeah. think like I think there's like seven singles off it. All of them are great. Oh yeah, and the bonus track is fun. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good pick. Speaking that's, of jerking off, yeah, I mean, I sh <laughs> I shit on Green Day, but I f I fucking love Green Day. I've seen them in concert; they're really fucking good live. Yeah, we're uh, we're going in September actually. Oh, oh nice. yeah, that's right, we are. Yeah, yeah we're going to see them at the that's Rose Bowl. Awesome. We're going to hold hands. Oh, we are. Touch dick. Yeah. Once a year, I do it for him. <laughs> <laughs> I also I have a soft spot for Green Day because Billy Joe Armstrong kind of turned me uh, bisexual. 
That oh, was, wow. When you I, was know, like, I was looking at pictures of him for something I used else. to date a girl who looked like Billy Joe Armstrong. Oh, my God. She was do really you, cute. Do mm-hmm. you have them digits, girl? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a dream for me. It's the best <laughs> of both worlds. Yeah, I, re- I remember <laughs> He's being a beautiful like, man. He's one of the most yeah. beautiful men that probably ever I remember lived. being like uh, six or seven and watching the uh, the Basket Case video, and I was watching it with my buddy, and my buddy went on to start a band, and I went on to blow dudes and try and blow dudes that looked like Billy Joe. <laughs> do you have the time to leave the room for a couple minutes? <laughs> All right, that's a good pick. Yeah, oh, mall punk. Whoever like... wrote mall punk is hilarious. Yeah, well, yeah, fucking some punk rock kids got to hang out at the mall. Sorry, not everybody was at CBGBs. Hey, Fellow leave him alone. This is a fellow Smash Mouth enthusiast you're speaking to. <laughs> oh, I gotta be nice to everybody. Like you're, well, as long as I'm talking about shitty mall bands. Uh, I my third pick is uh, Pinkerton by Weezer. Yeah, uh, which I think might be the only good Weezer album. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it, uh, here's the, the we, first album's decent. What's the we, shit with Photograph and all them other Island the in the Sun? Green album, that's which is gr- fine. The here's the other thing: every other Weezer album, well, up until a point, is a collection of pretty good songs. That's a whatever album. Yeah, Pinkerton is the only one that actually cohesively feels like uh, like a one idea all the way through. Yeah, it's also the like. I, I hate Rivers Cuomo. Like, I hate the band Weezer. I think they've inspired yeah. a generation of, like, no, I'm such a nice guy. Like, weird, like, hating women, like, nerd misogyny. Right. I also think Pinkerton Interesting. is... Uh, oh, very much so. But I, I think, never even thought about that. Yo, yeah. Every every shitty dude who works at a record store and makes girls sad all the time is a fucking Weezer byproduct. But Pinkerton is the only album where it feels like he's being honest about what a piece of shit he is. Yeah. And that's why it kind of fucking rules, because it's not, like veiled through this sort of like oh but i'm cute and you should like me it's like a very ugly album about an ugly person uh, yeah weezer byproduct by the way is also the name of the class action lawsuit keith will be joining for a sleep apnea someday <laughs> as, it, as it is related to the Paul mall corporation and the in and out french fry debacle <laughs> is forthcoming the law offices of fucking <gasps> oh. yeah i i think uh, i think blue album definitely has a lot of good songs and a lot of you yeah know, a lot of big a lot of big jams but like as i'm just like who gives a shit i was looking at rivers right. Cuomo's twitter one day for some reason i'm not even a Weezer guy, really, uh, but he just wrote, and I thought it was so funny. He's like, "Man, fuck this! I'm gonna go listen to Weezer." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was reading all his tweets. And I was like, "Rivers Cuomo is hilarious." That's pretty fucking. Funny. Yeah, yeah, that's a really great album. That was on my list at first, yeah. and then I dropped it so you could take it. I appreciate that. Uh, fucking love Pinkerton. It's one of my favorite. It's albums so good. I was listening time. to it uh, today, kind of like rejogging yeah. my memory for this, and I'm like, "Yeah, that fucker holds up." Yeah, and it's such a great story because it was like they. It got pan- like Rolling Stone named that the worst album of the oh, year. People it came shit out. on that album. Like it was a huge fucking disaster. And now it's pretty widely accepted to be. Like, well, the, the best it, album. yeah, the in the internet kind of brought it back. Yeah. Rivers Cuomo just one day saw that people on the internet still love that album and yeah. was like, oh, maybe I'll just start making music again then. Yeah, and and then everybody was like, ah, oh, you should have just like yeah, not though. You should have stopped Pinkerton. <laughs> Beverly <Yeah>. Hills. <laughs> oh, you, me and Smash Mouth guy <laughs> are friends. <laughs> yeah, Smash in Mouth yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that's a good pick all right all right my next uh mine is the now that's what i call music volume 27 <laughs> that's the wishing for more wishes of this game yeah yeah uh my next pick stone temple pilots tiny music this is their third album it has very few of the hits that people know and love uh it doesn't have vaseline doesn't have plush that was the second album mm. their third album though I feel like is when Stone Temple Pilots really became a great band and not a band that people just compared to fucking Pearl Jam, which I always thought was crazy. Because for one thing, they're more talented musicians than Pearl Jam. But Shots fired, Pearl oof. Jam. Rap, rap. But uh, <laughs> Tiny Music, it's such a 
per, it's <coughs> an almost flawless album. Like I, I don't, I can't think of a single shitty song on it. It's uh, really kind of experimental for a Stone Temple Pilots album. Mm. Just fucking perfect. And it's, uh, I think, one of the, that's why it's on the list, one of the best albums of the 90s. And uh, uh, Carrie Martin says, no Vaseline, I'm out. Hey, remember <laughs> no Vaseline by Ice Cube? Song <laughs> oh, yeah. God damn, I'm glad y'all yeah. said it up. Uh, I mean, I, as much as that you, as I'm allowed to sing. If you don't, if you don't mind a little anti-Semitism, boy, do I have a diss track for you. <laughs> yeah, that is the weird one where you're like, "Fuck yeah, Cube!" Oh shit, Jew stuff. <laughs> oh, it's the season to let the real motherfucking G's in. <laughs> don't have a feature on your diss track. I, I love you too, Carrie Martin. Aww, I love you too, baby. I love you <laughs> with or without Vaseline. Gross. Wow. Gross and well, I, that sounded worse. What I meant is I would drive butt fuck your fans. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Uh, I'd drive butt fuck a fan just to have it blown in this room. I'm toasty. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. You get the fuck out of here. All right, Connor, what's your next pick? All right, Smash Mouth's demo. <laughs> Smash Mouth put out an, uh, a, a, a not often uh, uh, remarked upon Christmas LP, <laughs> and I think you'll find a smashing good Christmas. Uh, you got to have an all-star on top of the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I threw down the White Stripes self-titled album. Nice. I'm, yeah. a, uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, of the old White Stripes, uh, and Me that too. album is, uh, it is before I think they... Because uh, they continue to hone the kind of raw garage rock style, and uh, I, I I like the the raw, more primal, simplistic version. I like where you've got songs like Screwdriver, where there's barely any drumming, and then just Jack White getting out a, a lifetime of you know rejection in his f fevered strumming. And then I also like when you get into Get Behind Me, Satan, and you're like, oh, you've got a marimba for some reason, but that's still pretty dope. Yeah. But this yeah. Th this album all the way through, there's just some fantastic, just kind of simple, uh, uh, affecting, poignant songs. You got songs like Do. Uh, you get the blues numbers like the uh, the I Fought Piranhas and St. James Infirmary uh, are, are both really, really great. And then you've just got some fucking rockers, you know? You get starts out with Jimmy the Exploder, uh, Jack White's only political song until he did that fucking abortion icky thump uh, with the big three killed my baby about the auto companies. Uh, one more cup of coffee for the road is on that motherfucker. Susie Lee, sugar never tasted so good. It's a good time all the way through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah their cover of one more cup of coffee is fucking great. Oh, I listen to that song every once in a while. One more cup of coffee for the road. <laughs> Yeah. Brutal. I feel like with me and Jack White, there's sort of like a there's a critical mass I get to, and then he just becomes boring. Like I, I haven't gotten into the solo stuff. I I haven't either, and I've attempted because I was such a big great. White Stripes I've guy. I've tried to, it, even like the Rack and Tour stuff. It's not bad. I just kind of yeah. listen to it. And I'm just sort of like, like it doesn't hook like that fucking. Didn't dig on the Rack yeah. and Tours when they came out, and then I revisited that first album they did, and I really enjoyed like the Steady as she goes. Steady as she goes. Is level. Steady as she goes. Is one of Jack on White's level. best songs. Yeah, yeah. I've been going back to a lot of stuff like that that I sort of wrote off. Even I, I meant to mention this during the Stone Temple Pilots thing. I wrote off a lot of grunge shit as sort of like I I don't yeah. care, you know. But then I'm kind of going back and I'm like, like after Cornell died, I went to some audio slave stuff. And I'm like, this is pretty good. And then I've sort of been reversing. I I almost yeah. I almost put on Goo by Sonic Youth, and I realized that's just because I like cool things. I don't really like the rest of that. <laughs> I, I album. almost did the exact yeah. same thing yeah. for the exact same reason. <laughs> I went, I picked Goo by Sonic Youth because I had that shirt and didn't know what that band was. <laughs> it sure looked rad. I was always paranoid about having a band shirt. I'm like, if I can't answer like a Gestapo, where are your papers quiz about this band? Like, I had a Minor Threat shirt, and I was like, I just don't know enough Minor Threat songs to wear this yet, man. I mean, yeah, I like the hits, but I can't like go like deep cuts. I had to. I, I, 
I, I mostly got into NoFX to justify the NoFX shirt that somebody bought me. <laughs> oh, well, it worked know, out well for me. Blessing but. in disguise. A new NoFX album. If you haven't checked it out, fucking good. Oh, my God. It's so Trendvest good. Light. I don't like me anymore. Ugh. Uh, Generation Z is Generation Z is fantastic. Uh, the song about like starting out or whatever is good. It's got a synthesizer intro. You'll figure it out. Yeah. We have a comment from Carrie Martin, who uh, oh. co-hosts the Pretty Scary podcast mm -hmm. on this network. Uh, she says, Mean Boys sound like pussy boys. <laughs> I'm a pussy boy. I'm a butthole boy. I'm whatever kind of boy you want me to be, Carrie. And then she said, P.S. I just took a Xanax. He, <laughs> Keith is a willing oh, orifice Oh, she just boy. took a Xanax? Is it anything o'clock? <laughs> I didn't know it was whenever 30. <laughs> a Xanax in the middle of the day? Good God. Is it a fucking... You working? Like... <laughs> you drug-addled dingus. <laughs> What a oh well, if Carrie yeah. doesn't take his annex, then who's going to say the N-word casually to their Postmates driver? Yeah, then who's going to drool at this Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to keep doing albums? Can we make fun of Carrie for 40 minutes? Yes, that's uh, my favorite album. What's your next pick, Keith? My next pick is In the Aeroplane Over the Sea by Neutral Milk Hotel. Nice. Somebody's got to be that gay lord, and it's going to be me. fucking scum. Haven't, haven't listened to it because I'm afraid I'll like it. That's where I'm at Here's, with that one. You will fucking love it because it's great. I and think I probably would. It's, it's really great i think it inspired so much of what became indie rock like it is the cornerstone of uh, a lot of bands you probably hate but you'd like that yeah uh it also is i love that band just because they were smart enough to like they put that album out and then like one other thing and then they're just like oh yeah we're just done like yeah yeah, yeah. well they reunited recently but they did but they're not putting anything out though no nah, yeah, I don't no, think yeah so. I, 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 they're not going pixies where it's like hey do you like the pixies yeah well then God. you're gonna hate this yeah did you listen to fucking indie cindy by the pixies no Good i've heard right oh, yeah oh I've man heard really bad because black francis has some good solo stuff and then you're like no what do you do yeah i like your solo stuff a lot yeah but, uh, the pixies are like, but honestly the pixies should have stopped existing after like do a little pretty much like that's yeah, Bossa No. I mean, I was looking for Pixies. I was like, Doolittle was yeah, 89. Bossa No is not good. Pixie stuff isn't great. No, it's there's like a couple good songs here and there, but really got Surfer Rosa and Doolittle and yeah. then, uh, not much. But honestly, I think the Pixies and, and the Purple Tape, Hotel I think it's called, are like, that's where you get pretty much every like indie rock band that people fall in love with now. That's yeah. where the DNA for it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I thought it was a good pick. I didn't think anybody else would uh, jump on it. So that yeah. was my, uh, my fourth selection. I almost picked it. The, uh, the only way I know this album. Uh, I was reading a copy of Paste magazine maybe uh. 10 years ago that did a feature about the best rock albums of the 90s. Right. And this was picked number one over Nirvana's In Utero. Wow. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who is this? And I went and listened to it. And I was like, this is still... Not better than In Utero, but well, it's a good album. Yeah, to be fair, it's the number one rock album for people that read Paste Magazine. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. People who read music journalism. Yeah, More like yeah. Eats Paste well, Magazine, it's, it's like, you <laughs> retards. It's like there's that old quote from uh, fucking uh, David Lee Roth about Elvis Costello where he says, music critics love Elvis Costello because music critics look like Elvis Costello. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and that's the Neutral Milk Hotel thing. Is it's like, yeah, it's for like nerds. Yeah, yeah, once you get past my aim is true, it's like, okay, you got to pump it up and that's about it. Man. No, yeah. no, ne Neutral Milk you. Hotel is music for Weezer fans that can make girls Elvis Costello. Oh my god, that's a classic Keith Carey music sure witticism. Is. Elvis Costello's goddamn great. Oh, I, I fucking love Elvis Costello. Put that yeah. on a knitting circle. Yeah. I saw him open for the police at the Hollywood Bowl, and holy shit, the theremin solo during watching the detectives oh. was lit. Oh, yeah. man. No, I, saw, Elvis yeah, I saw him on that tour also. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah, man. Fuck. Well, we might have been him. at the same show, and I was, I was probably uh, 13 years old, and my parents nah, just caught me smoking weed. I saw weed. him in Omaha, and then... Uh, Broke up with my girlfriend after the show, and then we had to drive home from Omaha that the next morning. That was a morning. bad move on a lot of Yeah, levels. it was 
Not not a good choice. Welcome to the working week, indeed. Like <laughs> 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 hey, everybody, the angel, but she won't give me back my red shoes. <laughs> Connor McSpadden here. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, Carrie Martin says Keith can suck my dick. Just oh hell yeah, girl. Just an update on that. Get deep. <laughs> <laughs> Get deep. God damn it. Uh, the new interview podcast from Keith Carey. <laughs> Is, uh, All right, it's the Adam now. Yeah, it's uh, time for my penultimate pick next to last. Can we? Can, can I Can I just briefly ask why you like In Utero more than Nevermind? Because I think In Utero is, I, just, I think it's their best album, but it's also the best representation of them as a band. If you listen to Bleach, which is a really heavy, almost sounds like an Alice in Chains or, or Soundgarden album, mm. and then you listen to Nevermind, which is basically like a pop rock album in utero is both of those things combined and it's got some it's some of his best songwriting i would yeah, I put see that i would put heart shaped box all apologies penny royalty i would put those singles up against the singles off never mind any fucking day and it's yeah, i respect that yeah. it's just i think a better representation of them as a band i can see that okay so fuck you. <laughs> no, I was just curious. <laughs> just to gently agree with a point we don't have strong opinions on. Because I, I, man, have you heard Dore Me off that? Of course you have the off the uh, off the box set. Yeah. Oh fucking! But that's the last song he ever wrote before yeah. uh, before he was murdered. And uh, oof, that's a rough one. Yeah, I that's would... that's one of those ones where they should have a feature on Spotify, which is like, do not shovel to this after two in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's dark. I wish he uh, he had finished that song. It was really fucking good. Um. Anyway, my or, or ain't it a shame off the box set? Yeah, oh. ain't it a shame? Is great. Okay, sorry. Uh, my next to last pick is REM Automatic for the People, which I think is their probably best selling album ever. It's I think their most consistent. It's the one that's got Everybody Hurts. It's got Man on the Moon. It's uh, it's what Kurt Cobain was listening to when he killed himself. So it's got all the important check marks of the '90s. <laughs> Yeah, and they like their other '90s albums. Like Up came out then, uh, Out of Time, which came out before this, is the album that has Losing My Religion. That's a strong one too. But I think in REM's, as far as their major label work, which is far less interesting or impressive than their indie stuff with IRS Records, as far as their major label work goes, I think Automatic for the People is probably their best album, and definitely one of the best albums of the '90s. It deserves a spot on this goddamn list. Goddamn, you're fidgety, Connor. Sorry. Isn't isn't the the Green Day uh, origin story? Doesn't that include Billy Joe going to an REM show, Keith? If I'm not mistaken. Um, I I don't know about that. I know REM sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, you were mentioning bands that are influential. It doesn't get more influential that, that, than to be fair. REM. I, I never got that into REM because I just remember like you know like uh, shiny happy people and everybody hurts and being like okay this seems just super lame ass and not like something I'm interested in. Those songs came out like five years apart. What's that? I know I'm just saying that's the REM I'm familiar with. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm not a, you're an old man. I'm slightly younger than you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean it's. But I'm just saying, like, I, I never got in, but I've been thinking about getting Megan because I just started reading. Uh, have you read Our Band Could Be Your Life? Uh uh. It's a book about, like, uh, like it's basically the origin story all the way through of, like, uh, Black Flag and the Minutemen and sort of, like, that whole, like, wave of yeah. like, Sonic Youth. Uh, and they talk a lot about REM and how REM was, like, sort of part of that as well. So yeah. it kind of made me want to go back and check it out. Massively so influenced. Kurt, probably the band that influenced Kurt Cobain the most. Okay. Well, uh, not a huge selling point for me. But Steve <laughs> Albini once described Nirvana as REM with a distortion pedal. Interesting. That Which, is kind of interesting. Yeah, and it, it's pretty that's a, accurate. Uh, that's also too. what uh, Adam is wearing is a Steve Albini. That's a good one, Connor. God, fuck it. Yeah. Howard Dean him. Bye, yeah, everybody. Nope.
Oh, he's not even getting the theme. Uh, nah. Just before I leave, uh, Smash Mouth live in ha- uh, San Jose, and then I'll uh, I'll see you later. <laughs> what? Uh, that's not that's an album that also doesn't exist, much like their Christmas oh. album. Actually, I think they might have a Christmas album. I don't know. <laughs> if they do, I'm getting it, and I'm listening to it, even though it's July. All right, so REM, that's my pick. Connor, what's your last pick? Uh, I'm throwing one out, and I don't. I have no idea how you guys are going to react to this one. Uh, Bex Odelay. Yeah, it's a, per, it's a fine pick. I almost okay. picked it. Yeah. yeah, I'm super pro it. I uh, uh, as well. w- uh, weirdly enough, Wero is my, my favorite Beck album. Yeah, that's I, great. I album. fucking love that one, cover to cover. Uh, but Odelay's pretty goddamn good. <clears throat> yeah, Odelay's great. It's the Dust Brothers really just warming up for their uh, uh, you know uh, career-defining gig, producing the self-titled Tenacious D album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I was bummed came out uh, two years uh, after the deadline. <laughs> Yeah, oh, you got new pollution on there, you know. Yeah. You got fucking where it's at, which is overplayed, but it's still great. Devil's haircut. Devil's haircut, solid. Beck goes in that Jack White file for me, where he was real cool for a real long time, and now I just could not give a fuck. Well, yeah, as soon as you as soon as you pick up a conspiracy theory to be your like you know fucking rallying point, like the the Blink guy with the UFOs and him with the chemtrails, it's like all right, man. Have you heard about the Blink One Eighty Two like conspiracy stuff though? Uh, no, I yeah, just know that he likes UFOs. Yeah, he has like this whole like series of books and documentaries that he's making about like the government like fucking covering up aliens and shit. Someone hit him with a fly swatter. Yeah, this man with a lip ring. <laughs> doing this oh my god jesus what's your age again buddy grow up (laughs) (laughs) steve albini (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're trying to get tom DeLong on one of our podcasts are you really yeah oh Oh, that's sick as fuck yeah that would be crazy who knows if it'll happen yeah i mean this probably didn't help (laughs) well nothing we've said about tom DeLong on any podcast will help like if he ever listens to a single episode, yeah. we're fucked. If but. he wants a real platform where he can reach the people, yeah, he'll go elsewhere. But if he wants to bullshit in an apartment in DTLA, he goes to Unpop. Uh, <laughs> um. All right. Yeah, Beck Odelay. That's good. I just saw Beck in concert in San Diego. How was it? Does he still do that thing where he makes all the songs sound nothing like the songs that you came to see? No. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that sounds awful. Yeah, because uh, I mean, he sometimes like uh, there's a, people wrote a, a couple of articles about it, as, if I remember correctly, where they're just like, yeah, I came to see Wero, and I kind of got the Wero remix album, and I kind of wanted to see Wero, <laughs> you know, and I was like, hey, Beck, the fuck. Well, what is that weird like mix when you see a band live where like you kind you you want it to feel different, but you're also like, yeah, but play it how I like it. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, you have a little theremin solo on watching the detectives. Perfect example of a great addition to a song I wanted to see. Right. Uh, yeah. Just yodeling your way through EPRO, get fucked. All right. <laughs> That's play dope. it like how I remember it from the Nacho Libre commercials, or don't play it at all, Beck. <laughs> Such an emotional connection to that song from the Nacho Libre commercials. Yeah, I don't know why I threw that in there, That's but whatever. Funny. All right, Keith, what's your last pick? pick. Uh, oh my gosh, this is so hard. Um, yeah, I'm going to stick with this one. Uh, my last pick is a... Bad religion, stranger than fiction. Uh, I think it's one of the few examples of a uh, an indie punk band going to a major label and then maybe making their best record. Uh, I feel like usually a major label destroys a punk band that... Well, you know, with the exception of like the Clash, good to doing London Calling and stuff like that. There's a few examples. But... There's a few, yeah. but, it's, but it's rare. I think more often than not, like a... Major label kind of wrecks a punk band. Look, I didn't put that much thought into it, and I've been listening to a lot of bad religion lately. So oh no, so, no, I'm not, I'm not disputing it at all. <laughs> no, I although, although with the clash, on, I, look, I'm saving myself three minutes of having a hem and haw about an album nobody gets a shit about. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. 
Can I pick a Clash album? Can we just pretend that was the 90s? Uh, the Clash's <laughs> greatest hits, they reissued it. That's, that's really what I learned doing this, is there were like eight or nine good albums in the 90s, and then the rest of it was just kind of bullshit. Yeah, like the 90s, yeah. great for rap. Yeah. Yeah, if we if this was just best 90s albums, I'd have uh, this would have been a much more interesting. ton of rap. Yeah, yeah. On oh my, yeah, on my list. Yeah, and a lot of the I mean, 90s stuff I love, your... I can't defend. Like I wasn't gonna put a real big fish album on here. I don't want that kind of. Please slack. don't. I almost did. <laughs> Thought about it. And and if we were doing just albums in general, it would open us up to some of the more experimental Smash Mouth stuff. You know, when they really <laughs> explored themselves. I agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is the last pick, right? Yeah. All right. For the uh, the last pick, this won't surprise anyone. I'm going Nirvana, MTV Unplugged. Ooh, good pick. Which I think, Nirvana had it been girl. picked last week, probably would have won because Don't it's lie. sorry. It's <laughs> definitely the most accessible Nirvana album. Mm, I dis think disagree. Even how so? Like it's it's Nirvana. like a fucking like uh like a starbucks album almost it's so fucking laid back there's no yeah you gotta no get noise. you gotta get through there's the no... desert of melvin songs which <laughs> might be tough for some people there is not a single melvin's cover on that album what is it what are those... i know what you're shooting for yeah was, you do uh, yeah no they 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 oh, covered the meat puppets that's right that's right that's right and those meat puppets covers are fucking phenomenal also the melvins are good yeah oh, the I, melvins I, are great that, oh, I know. i'm just saying that, so... i'm just saying that that might not be listenable to other people yeah. i like those covers no, the melvins that's are a what's... remarkably inaccessible band that's yeah. what's so great about that album is he took a lot of really inaccessible indie rock songs that if people heard them in their original form no one would give a shit but if you listen to him play those meat puppet songs he really brings out how fucking beautiful those songs are, right. which you just can't do with a warbly voice motherfucker like with a, with a band named The Meat Puppets. Yeah, yeah, like you're <laughs> you're never gonna hear that Meat Puppet song in its original form or context and think of it as the classic song that it is. And with all of those, Lake of Fire, Oh Me, Plateau. Like, he made those songs his and I, own. I will say, when I need to cry, I put on Where Did You Sleep Last Night, and when I get to the end with the screaming part, if I get myself worked up, I can get the tears out and move on. Yeah, it's yeah. a rough one. Yeah, it's pretty pretty beautiful. And the, the other thing that's so great, you know, speaking of those covers, every band that did an MTV Unplugged, they showed up, they played their hits, right. acoustic, whether it sounded good or not, yeah. except Bruce Springsteen, who showed up and was like, oh, Unplugged? Fuck you, I'm going to plug this in. Oh, that's super late, And man. we're just going to do our own. No, well, it's Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Fuck MTV. Yeah. And, uh, but Nirvana. Well, Bruce Springsteen show. But yeah. Nirvana. Have a little respect for the boss, Keith. Nirvana showed up and was like, hey, we're going to play like half covers. We're going to play no hits. It doesn't have Smells Like Teen Spirit. Mm. It come has, As You Are and About a Girl, as close as you're going to get. Yeah, Come As You Are. It's got Polly on it. But uh, like all of the In Utero songs that are on it had just came out. So people yeah. weren't super familiar with those. Mm -hmm. And just the way it's constructed and executed, I think it's the best live album ever, maybe. It's up there. Mm. And I think uh, just... Such yeah, a great I'm, way for I'm them. hard pressed to think of one that tops it. Such a great way for them to end their career, and uh, not the greatest way. The greatest yeah, way I mean, probably the, would have been to slowly to not, <laughs> yeah, get worse. Die at twenty seven. Yeah, to give fat, give up, and start putting your music in Subaru commercials. Yeah, that would have yeah. been a great way. For that would have been yeah. fine too. Yeah. I'd have been fine with that. Yeah, but yeah, MTV Unplugged. It's uh, excellent. It's my my second Nirvana pick from these shows. Stay tuned next week to hear me talk up Incesticide. Ooh, <laughs> Incesticide's pretty fucking good. Connor will be back with more Smash Mouth deep cuts. <sighs> yeah. Oh, fucking. Beat it! Beat me out of me! <laughs>
All right. So now we are we're at the point where we got we are powering through this. I forgot we didn't record for like the first ten minutes, but still we're powering through it. Oh, powering through. Power ring. So now we have to cut some shit. Should we uh who wants to, to do the first cut? We're cutting uh in groups of two. Well, you cut one at a time. We, we, we cut one at a time twice. All right. Why do you cut your own album? <laughs> mm. People do that. I know, and I kind of feel like you might. I don't want to start a fight. Um, you know what? Because Keith didn't give that much of a fuck about it. I'm cutting the Bad Religion album. That's fair. Yeah. Because I haven't heard it. That. It's still really good. I feel like oh, I'm, I believe, I'm sure I feel is. like I'm underselling it. It was just a good thing where I knew it was either going to be that or Enema of the State in that fifth slot, and I knew that wasn't going to fly. Uh, oh, I, I would have defended that. <laughs> I know. But it was also funnier to leave it awkward with uh, Tom DeLonge. Um, oh, gosh. This is actually a really fucking good list. Yeah, it's not bad. I, because I've never heard, like, any of it, I'm going to cut the Bob Dylan one. Yeah, I figured that, that was good. Yeah, just because I, I have no rationale to defend it, but I'm sure it's good. Although, I'm not a huge Dylan fan, but I would check it out. If Smash Mouth survives, we riot. Well, get your pitchforks ready, buddy. <laughs> yeah, strap in, motherfucker. I ain't cutting it. <laughs> I'm going to cut Smash Mouth. Oh, you fucking You, asshole. the piece of, of shit. Of course I'm going to cut Smash what? Mouth. How could you? You Because it's a garbage album. We are trying to get Smash Mouth at Connors. <laughs> Smash Mouth of Connor's on Twitter. The revolution begins tonight. <laughs> Connor, what's your next cut? What's your favorite? Your throat. <laughs> uh, you know, here's the problem. If I cut Nirvana MTV Unplugged, that one's getting saved for sure. And I also just ethically can't do that. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, fuck your REM bullshit. That's out of here. <laughs> this is, the, you know, that's not about the music. That's about, that's about my relationship. So I'm going to pick a different one because I'm a man of integrity, unlike you, Adam. Uh, I still stand by Smash Mouth being a terrible album, but go on. I think I'll I'll, I'll cut that uh, uh Stone Temple Pilots album. That's insanity, but I understand. Ah, because you're, you're, you're a huge piece of shit. <laughs> you're gonna hate what else is about to happen. I'm cutting the REM album. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I... and again, most of that is just due to ignorance. Like the uh, it's the one I know the least of these. Save the Smash. You're right. You're right, Tyler. <laughs> Save the smash. Uh, Save the smash. If I get Smash Mouth before Check gets fastball, oh my god. <laughs> um Oh Jesus Christ, I'm cutting sublime. How did that stay on the Ah, <laughs> oh, you motherfucker? I thought it was gonna sneak through <laughs> fucking garbage out of here. Oh, Can I go back up. and cut that twice? <laughs> it's a great fuck you. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so mad. Probably because you listen to shitty music. <laughs> I, listen to I listen to great music. I just wanted to pick albums people had heard of. <laughs> All right, who did we, uh, who's doing our save? Brittany Freudiger. Come on. Weigh in, Brittany, and do the right thing. Yeah. You know what it is. DeLong at Adam's day one. <laughs> We're going to make the Tom DeLong thing happen. I would make it really in the, awkward in the end, Pops. This is, ex mm -hmm. this is exciting. Has anybody made a save yet? Not yet. Are oh, you looking forward to see the whole list? Uh, l let's just read it off for him so we can catch him up. Sublime, sublime. Oh, wait, no, those are the ones that have been cut. Yeah, the... Uh, Rage Against the Machine self-titled. She's saving Sublime. Yeah! Oh. Ugh. Yeah, this girl likes to party. I... I'm sorry it's not another fucking sad dude just grumbling about his problems. Now look, somebody... So happy with somebody, all his heroin and money. Somebody Maybe once he should have grumbled me. about his <laughs> no, fucking problems. No, so he, he had Overdose on the goddamn tour bus. Hey, you know what? He was fine, man. He yeah, had his he Dalmatian. He could still get high. He could play the guitar like a motherfucking riot. Okay. okay yeah, you guys are going to both need? overdose on the regular bus. Okay. So how about you show <laughs> yeah. a little respect? Yeah, we're going to start a band called Footlong Sublime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to put the poll up. 
while I do that, uh, you two. Uh, so, I, I did not see that coming. I thought for sure Smash Mouth was coming back. What are some uh, albums that you almost put on your list that you didn't? Um, Talk about that while it I was put a the lot list of, together. Uh, yeah, I, I had Rancid and Outcome the Wolves on mine. I had uh, No Gods, No Managers by Choking Victim. Okay, that's, which a, that's is, a good point. Yeah, which would be... If I'm Can't really, believe that didn't make your list. Well, here's the thing. I'm making a list <laughs> Adam of, has gone mad with power. If I'm making a list <laughs> of what I actually think are great albums, like that would be on it. Uh, Punk and Droblick by No Effects. Yeah, I considered um, doing that, but I realized I just wasn't as familiar with it as I am with other No Effects stuff. Yeah, I was going to do... Uh, I almost put Insomniac by Green Day because I feel like that's the most underrated Green Day album and I knew you already had Dookie. Yeah, I could... I could feel that. Um, gosh, what else almost made it on? That Real Big Fish album did almost make it on, but I was like, I can't do Sublime and Real Big Fish. I can't be that from Orange No County. Foo Fighters this time around. Not I almost Foo, not a Foo Fighters suck, guy, dude. man. I, they have I, one good album. Uh, no, I, they I think have Dave two cool good albums, Keith. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there is nothing left to lose in The Color and the Shape. Because The two. Greatest Hits has a lot of songs from the good album on it. So. Uh, and I mean, their first album's fine. Oh, the first but... album is one of the ones I met. Uh, well, I mean, their first three albums, to me, are really strong, but I don't think they've yeah. made a great album since the 90s. They just, I, I think we talked about this last time. I said, they just never, they're just bland. They're just kind of like, if, if you had a machine that just made rock music-flavored rock music, it would yeah. shoot out a Foo Fighters album. Yeah, that is kind of like the strawberry-flavored ice cream. Like, We've had no Radiohead on the list so far. I mean, that's a wise choice. And that's a, that really speaks to your booking integrity process, yeah. uh, because you're not you're not putting any simpletons on here. Because you guys had an Oasis album, but you didn't have What's the Story, Morning Glory, right? That's because Definitely Maybe is so much better. It's like the best debut album of all fucking time. Yeah, but what, but that doesn't mean What's the Story couldn't also be picked. You have fucking nine Nirvana albums. If you want to listen to a really good Oasis album, just listen to the first Arctic Monkeys album. That's what I think. Ah. <laughs> That's real funny. Yeah, uh, what's the story? Morning Glory isn't up there for me with best Oasis albums. I mean, it's their most popular, and yeah. it's got you a guys lot are of ignoring hits, the, but... the larger point, which is that by omitting Smash Mouth, you will cause a champagne supernova. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! That barely held together. Yeah, that uh, you're just saying words now. Kind uh, of. You guys are fat. Look, I I really think I've had enough of you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look, go listen to Astro Lounge, folks, and guess what? Uh, I'm right. Connor's going to drive away without me. Guess I might as well be walking to the house. <laughs> Guys, I'm okay uh, with being the Ozymandias of Smash Mouth. All right? <laughs> I, I will own that. I will. I'm not afraid. <laughs> Frosted tips, Ozymandias. All right. The Frosty list. <laughs> Frosty Mandias. The poll is up now. People can go vote. We will uh, we'll leave it up for a while. Go vote. Don't mind if I do. Oh, you piece of shit. You can go in and vote, too. Well, I got to take my phone off airplane mode, and that might fuck up the audio of your shitty podcast, so I well, guess I might, have to go make my yeah, voice might, heard. My shitty podcast? No, we're doing my podcast tonight. It's because your podcast <laughs> this is This is a show where they're all silently watching us go to vote for the things we just defended. <laughs> for a prize yeah. of nothing. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's see what the early returns are so far. We're going to leave this okay, up. Okay, Ossoff could still win. Turn your speakers off. Um, shut up. All nope. Right. I'm trying to figure it out. Why is Sublime in the top five? I don't like that. Hell yeah. I'm not in favor of that. You guys get to Sub get Sublime to number one. Do don't, even, uh, don't even. Aiden like Adams says Foo Fighters are the best rock band of current times. That is not true. Do you know okay. what time is, dude? Yeah, that's just not. I don't know if you're super familiar with the concept of time. That yeah. is not 100% accurate. A bunch of stuff happened. If you time. ask me. They probably weren't the best rock album of the week that rock album came out. <laughs> their, third album is, their third album is one of my favorite What's albums. What's on the third album? 
Uh, that's the one that has learned to fly. Okay, on it. cause that's like the one chunk where it felt like they might be cool for a minute. Yeah, that whole al- that album is fucking. Yeah. Well, then the first perfect. one is the one with like Monkey Wrench and uh, going to the bathroom. No, Monkey Wrench is that's the second album. Oh really? Yeah, the first album was. I might be mixing up my albums then. Yeah, the first album was a self-titled album that's like all Dave Grohl did all the instruments and oh. everything. I think it. I might. I, I really just only like like six Foo Fighters songs. Yeah, they they to me their first three albums are really great, uh-huh. and then they've just put out a lot. They're like weezer to me they have a couple good albums and then a shit ton of really great singles yeah that's a like weezer's always been kind of a singles band to me to kind of just leave he he went to the bathroom bailed yeah all right cool peace dude yeah yeah later uh so we're gonna leave the poll up for another 90 seconds oh wow high pressure time on the clock so people have time to vote Wait, no, not that one. (laughs) Don't vote for Smash Mouth. They can't vote for Smash Mouth. Oh, yeah, we cut Smash Mouth. (laughs) I meant Sublime. No, no. (laughs) I think... I, th- I feel like Sublime's going to make the cut. Oh, maybe. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Dookie's still doing well. Yeah. Not a lot of love for Hole. Ah, fuck Hole, apparently. Wow. Well, it, yeah, I mean, it, it, we could probably go ahead and close the poll now. I feel like there's a definitive winner here. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it's like cartoonish. Why do we even do this? Yeah, <laughs> MTV Unplugged is pulling away with it. Rage Against the Machine is a surprisingly uh, popular selection here. Yeah, the the next couple picks, Rage Against the Machine and the White Stripes, uh, doing holding up really well. How much time do we have left? Connor, uh, yeah, Connor's got three of the top five here. Yeah, thirty seconds left. I would trade them all for Smash Mouth. To By the way, uh, all all goofing about dumb shit bands. I appreciate everybody who voted for Neutral Milk Hotel. That's a real good album. Yeah, you, good you on got, you. You guys are the sensitive fans. Yes. <laughs> Oof. And I bet they regret that vote now. And the Ooh. people who voted for those, Sublime those are like the are Trump the farmers. People who <laughs> voted for Sublime are the Raiders fans. No, it's a fine, it's a fine establishment. Hey man, the Raider? No, yeah, yeah. the guy who <laughs> passed on his white guy saxophone wisdom was a Raiders fan. He had a Raiders cookie jar. <laughs> All right, the uh, ninety seconds are up. Let's refresh. We will have our results, and the we can get the fuck out of here. Yeah. All right, here we go. Number five, Green Day. Dookie. Yeah. Nice. Number four, Weezer, Pinkerton. Respect. I can, I can get behind that. I'm shocked that White Pinkerton. Stripe self-titled uh, yeah. made it to number three. I am yeah. too. White Stripe self-titled number three. I didn't even... Th- what, did that come out in what? 98? 99? 99, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, number two, Rage Against the Machine self-titled debut, which that's fine. <laughs> and uh, number one, Nirvana, MTV Unplugged. See, I, 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 I agree with that. I, I am going to pick Incesticide. can still win in the Electoral College. <laughs> I am going to pick Incesticide next week. And if that wins, I will know people are just voting because this is my podcast. What do you think they're voting Because for... there's no way Incesticide's one of the best What do you think they're just voting for you or they're just voting for Nirvana? They <laughs> Incesticide's like pretty goddamn good. Because, Nirv- yeah. yeah, last week Nirvana was one and two, and they weren't both my picks. Right. And I Aneurysm, also Ben a Sun, Aero Zeppelin. New Wave Polly, you got some hits on Incesticide. Yeah, I love Incesticide. It's fucking great. It's a really great album. All right. Sliver. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah I man. keep naming off Incesticide songs. Grandma, take us home. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? No, I don't uh, think we have any kind of uh, yeah. competing podcast. No, not at all. Don't, definitely don't go to mock. I'll take up till me for the best comedy podcast in town. I can't uh, wait till people hear that and it goes. Rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> that is the sound a wise toad Backwards. makes, Adam. <laughs> wise toad. <laughs> Remember when I called you a wise toad and then <laughs> that dipshit made a t-shirt of you and it was amazing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You are a, a pivotal character in the Naruto franchise. How does it feel? Yeah. <laughs> 
And you said something about the Mean Boys Army after he made that shirt. Yeah. That guy heard your podcast through my podcast. Whatever. He made our artwork. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Uh, look, you, you, you've given us uh, an inch, and we will take your life. <laughs> yeah. I know. We're being real shitty for we'll somebody see who about that, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, I know, yeah. Uh, the, this is Rat Unpops. Just We basically siphon off all the people that don't, uh, you know, are like, uh, I've got too much free time, and I need something else to fill my head. <laughs> yeah. Cool. We well, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mean Boys Podcast. Uh, check out our Patreon uh, at Keith Tells Jokes on Twitter. Um, I am at Smash Mouth. No underscore. No spaces. No bullshit. Nothing but hits. <laughs> Connor was bad. Uh, subscribe to the rest of our podcast on 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 uh, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Unpops. We do 10 to 12 episodes a week. What? Five fucking dollars a month. You can afford it. God damn it. Don't act like you can't afford it, you motherfuckers. You motherfuckers. You cheap motherfuckers. You got money for avocado toast, but you can't yeah. support the wise toad yeah. himself. Now he's an angry toad. Yeah. You can drive to work in the morning, but you can't fucking pay for a podcast. You rib bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, subscribe. Patreon.com slash Unpops. Follow us on Twitter at Unpops. Unpops.podcast on Instagram. Unpops Network on Facebook. And check out Conspiracy the Show with me and Adam. Check out Conspiracy the Show. Please go uh, give it good ratings and reviews on iTunes. Too, what if Coast to Coast show. AM that. only had one methed out trucker? Yeah. Which one of us is the methed out trucker? That'd be me. Oh, okay. Good. I like that. I work long hours. Cool. I'm just methed out. I go all over the sea. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get out of here. This was fun. Bye. Connor, say goodbye. Uh, oh, God damn it, say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, bye. Keith, say goodbye. Hello. No, fuck, wait. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you.